I'm going to start this episode with a little bit of honesty. So I was searching through the news today, and unfortunately, again, I could only find one subject headlining for every single piece of news that was posted this morning and this afternoon. And that, of course, ladies and gentlemen, is, drumroll please, coronavirus, or as you know it, COVID-19. So unfortunately, I'm, I'm not going to lie, I had to scrape together as much of this information as I could from the coronavirus, some interesting facts, and I'm going to present them to you, hopefully in an interesting way that hasn't been done. So I'm going to try to reiterate some of the findings that I found, some of the most memorable and probably most interesting stories I find that have to regard the coronavirus. So I hope you enjoy this episode, and I'm sorry if this doesn't seem as prepared as your previous episodes. I promise I'll find something on the next one. So with that, you are listening to the only podcast hosted by me, Kevin Hobie. And this podcast is called A Mention with Kevin. Let's begin with episode 52, March 12th, 2020. So, of course, sweeping travel bans cascade around the globe today as countries and entire continents even are trying to keep people inside their homes, slowing the engines of commerce to stem the coronavirus pandemic. Markets have been collapsing with the grown realization that there will be no fast end with this uncertainty. So far, France, Belgium, and Portugal have all closed their schools and other services to prevent the spread of the virus, and are advising their citizens not to frequent any public spaces. In the U.S., Washington State's Governor Jay Isley ordered that all public and private K-12 grade schools in the hard-hit Seattle area will be closed for six weeks, while Maryland officials said that the state is closing all public schools for two weeks. This is, of course, due to the fact that Seattle and Washington State have been the center of a coronavirus outbreak within the states, and this is the area that they need to control the best. Meanwhile, back here on the ranch of good old Canada, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau and his wife are in self-isolation. Yes, you heard right. His wife awaits COVID-19 test results. Um, It was announced today. The doctors advise the Prime Minister to continue daily activities while self-monitoring, given he is exhibiting no symptoms himself. However, out of abundance of caution, the Prime Minister is opting to self-isolate and work from home until receiving his wife Sophia's results. The government's office statement read. Sophia Gregoire Trudeau began exhibiting mild flu-like symptoms, symptoms, including a low fever, late Wednesday, or March 11th. The statement also said, Also within Canada, if you guys know anything about the NDP and his leader Jagmeet Singh, he also announced that he is self-isolating himself, though he's not con- 
currently exhibiting any COVID-19 symptoms. Maybe he was in an area that was exposed to the virus, or he had come in contact with somebody who had later tested positive. Back over the border, back to the U.S., President Donald Trump announced Wednesday evening that all European travel would be cut off, but the U.S. officials later qualified Trump's statements a little bit more that the restrictions would only apply to most foreign citizens who have been in Europe's passport-free travel zone at any point for 14 days prior to their arrival into the United States. Trump said this morning that he excluded the United Kingdom from the curbs because it was doing a good job of tackling the coronavirus. He said he was unable to consult with European officials before implementing the restrictions because he had to move quick. <laughs> he gave this little statement a little while later. I don't want people dying. That's what I'm all about, said Trump. So uh, he also stated, I made a very tough decision last night and a very tough decision a long time ago. He was referring to earlier restrictions on travel to and from China. So um, with Trump kind of controlling the situation, things are a little bit more rampant in the United States, a little more sporadic in terms of Trump's decisions and last-minute decisions into what he wants the country uh, to kind of follow. As of earlier today, there were at least 145 presumptive cases confirmed here in Canada, with only one death uh, in the count. So we'll just run through the provinces very quickly, and I'll give you guys each an update of how they're doing so far. Uh, first, we'll summarize, and then we'll get into them a little bit deeper. So right now in British Columbia, there are 46 patients, and that includes one death and four listed as recovered. In Ontario right now, there's 59 cases, including five listed as recovered. 23 cases are listed to be in Alberta. 13 cases are listed to be in Quebec. There's only one presumptive case in New Brunswick, one case in Manitoba, one case in Saskatchewan, and one case among the Grand Princess passengers under quarantined and CFB Trenton, Ontario. So, Manitoba announced its first presumptive case today. The cases of a woman in her 40s who traveled to the Philippines, health officials said, and Saskatchewan also announced its first presumptive case saying it, it had somebody in their 60s with recent travel to Egypt. So, we're a bit fortunate to see that these cases that came from Manitoba and Saskatchewan are not community passed on, um, they're due to travel. So the virus isn't spreading so much here as it is spreading because of contact with people outside of the country. Later uh, today, the government said it would be closing, the Ontario government in particular, said it would be closing all publicly funded schools across the province for two weeks following the March break. Alberta's chief medical officer, Dr. Dean Hinshaw, said public gatherings of more than 250 people and all international events should be cancelled. Schools and daycares will remain open, Hinshaw said, but we should avoid large gatherings of children or students. Quebec's Prime Premier, Francois Legault, provided an update that what's happening in the province, saying that anyone returning to Quebec from abroad should self-isolate 
for two weeks, no matter where they're coming from. In Calgary, some sunny news um, coming out in Alberta. A child who attended a daycare located in the building that houses Suncor's headquarters downtown is the first known example of a child testing positive for the coronavirus. Yes, this is right. This is the first case of a child being infected with the virus within Canada. For the most part, the coronavirus causes a mild or moderate symptom, such as fever and cough. For seniors and those with underlying health issues, it can cause more severe illness, including pneumonia, but the vast majority recover. People with mild illness recover in about two weeks, while more severe illness might take three, three to six weeks, recorded the World Health Organization. Canada's chief public health officer is urging people to take precautions and make efforts to slow the spread of the virus that has pan become a pandemic for 114 countries now. So of course, we were giving all these pieces of advice. Dr. Teresa Tam urged people to take measures such as proper hand hygiene, staying home if you're sick, and of course, this is the new one that we're starting to add on, social distance. I believe people want to keep um, a distance of one to two meters between the next person in order not to be in a radius of, um, I like to call it the splash zone, um, where you will sneeze or cause, you know, particles to be breathed in by the other person. <laughs> kind of nasty. Um, so the European Union, go back to the Europe, lashed out at Trump's unilateral travel decision, saying that the illness is, does not respect uh, borders. So they rejected Trump's suggestion that Europe is not doing enough to combat COVID-19, saying that the 27-nation bloc is taking strong action to limit the spread of the virus. British scientists are not recommending the government to introduce a U.S.-style travel ban and stop the spread of coronavirus, a spokesperson for Prime Minister Boris Johnson also said today. Canada looked at this a little bit differently as well. Uh, they reported that Trump did not consult any Canadian officials that they were going to be doing this, especially since we're so close with the United States. They also do not see that uh, closing the border to all European citizens will help the matter, um, and that this is a, I don't know, more of a, a precaution than they need, and it's a little bit uh, brash, if anything. So more than 127 people in, in more than 115 countries have been infected. The vast majority of the people are in four countries, China, South Korea, uh, Iran, and Italy. More than 4,700 people have died worldwide, most of them in China, and more than 68,000 people have recovered. So again, there's some other international news and what's going to go on in terms of uh, government and how it should be run. So Washington said that the, the Congress would shut the Capitol, House, and Senate office buildings to the public at 5 p.m. today until April 1st, in reaction to the coronavirus. Brazil's President Jair Bolsonaro's communications director, actually, Fabio Wagnardin, tested positive just days after traveling with Bolsonaro to a meeting with Trump and senior aides in Florida, the South American country said.
So he came in contact with Trump, and there's actually some pictures online of him shaking hands with Trump. Trump does not plan to be tested or going to self-quarantine, the White House has said, which is very funny. Now, with some more pressing news, we're going to finish this story off about sports and how this has really impacted your boy Kevin today. I woke up like any other day, happy, excited to get my morning coffee, my lunch prepared to go into my great new job. Um, I see a sunny day when I received a text from none other than my friend Tommy telling me, and I thought he was trolling, that the NBA was, <laughs> sorry, suspended. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. The National Basketball Association suspended its season Wednesday night, so last night, after a Utah Jazz player tested positive for coronavirus. Yes, you heard correctly. That, that Utah Jazz player is the worst player ever. His name is Rudy Gobert, and he's a Frenchman. And um, you know what? Like, these guys are in such close, close proximity. They're in a stadium with thousands of people. I, it was bound to happen, but it's just sad to hear. Funny enough, the Toronto Raptors, who played the Jazz on Monday, announced that members of the organization have tested for the virus and players and the staff have been advised to go into self-isolation for 14 days. One player in particular, OG Ananobi, actually got into a little bit of a tussle and both him and Rudy Gobert were ejected from that game. So that was one of their most recent games with the Utah Jazz. I'm hoping that OG Ananobi tests negative for this, but we'll see how the NBA champion will fare against the virus. In other news too, the NCAA has canceled its men's and women's college basketball tournaments in wake of this virus. There's also some talk about Tokyo and the Olympics and how the measures that are being taken will have to be observed and see if things will improve before the t July 24th date expected to start the Olympics. So it's a lot of bad news, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know what to say. You know what? If anything, I want to hear from you guys. What do you think of the virus? How has this affected your life? You can let me know at my Twitter handle, which is at Kevin underscore Hobie. And that's on Twitter.com, obviously. But yeah, this this is really kind of thrown a wrench into my plans for uh, spectating March Madness. And of course, the NBA, which I love so much. But yeah, tell me how this is affecting your life. So far in Canada, nothing crazy has been going on, but I'm a little worried uh, because the health minister also advised not to use transit, and a lot of people within the city of Toronto that I know are using transit every day to get to and from work. So I fear for them, and I hope that they don't contract the illness and that they're able to stay safe. So tell me of any other concerns that you think that we might face during these times. Well, that's all I have for you guys today. I want to thank you guys so much for listening. I'm sorry if this episode wasn't as good as some of the previous ones. Again, we're kind of scraping at the bottom of the barrel here with only getting news from the coronavirus. Nothing really new on the Biden and Bernie Sanders trail. But if you guys want to check out more of my content, you can check me out at YouTube under the name Kevin Hobie. Or you can check out my other YouTube channel called Studio Kevin. Remember to brush your teeth and floss. Keep a good distance from your neighbor, use hand sanitizer, and stay home if you're sick. I'll see you on the next one.
Bye.